When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're making an ad. Napping ad. This is where I think if we're doing it right, Alec Baldwin comes in. He says a couple things. Mm. He listens to the podcast every week. Has he been canceled? Was Alec Baldwin the one who killed somebody? I hear that Gary Sinise is free. Oh, okay, great. He hasn't worked since 2020. (laughs) So um, what would be the script that we would have Gary Sinise say for the Napping Through Happy Hour podcast? Listen to this damn show. Damn it. The Napping Through Happy Hour podcast brought to you by Geekscape. Real life, real drama, real time. I'm Gary Sinise. That's the ad. That's the ad. That's the ad. everybody, welcome to an episode of Horror Movie Night. This episode is sponsored by Andrew Wilson. You can follow him on Twitter at, at Andy18 underscore one. Uh, when I asked him if there was anything that he would like to promote, he said the following. If you could retract all the previous criticisms of the modern horror classic Primal and maybe suggest that people give it a second <laughs> watch, you know, give it a couple compliments or something, that would be perfect. Uh, Andrew, you got to donate more than a dollar for me to change my opinion <laughs> on the piece of shit that was Primal. <laughs> Um, but thank you for listening. Thank you for donating. Uh, you know, do you guys have any words for Andrew? I know uh, one of you knows Andrew. Yeah. Hey, Andy. I know you're listening. I didn't even fucking watch Primal, buddy. <laughs> Fuck you. And Andy, I, I watched it. I knew how bad it was, and I still didn't say no. And someone's going to get my copy of Primal in one of the $25 care packages. Sorry, whoever yes, that person please. is. please. Get it out of your house. Yeah. Nobody uh, – just burn it. It's like a cursed Ouija board, yeah. Yeah. Fuck Just you, Andy. Weedy. Fuck you. Actually, <laughs> Jesus, why do we start with him as a donator? <laughs> <laughs> Photo, Arrest, Gacy, Apricot, Castles, Montage of Elderly People's Eyeballs, A Woman Spewing Gibberish, Poorly Dubbed Dialogue, Bullshit. Hey, look, I wrote an Italian film. Is there something of sensibility of the Italian that does not quite translate? Or is Adam a fucking idiot and Scott a fucking genius? We'll find out with us as we dive headfirst into some sort of movie night, that Apricot Sausage Balloon Dog Fumble Plateau. Uh, Wait, what the... what the fuck, Adam? Is 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 Phantasm two an Italian film? Uh, was it not? Okay, wait <laughs> one one sec. No, I mean I assumed that it was, and 
that was Why, the explanation. Last, it's because Dan Coscarelli? Well, yeah, that was my explanation as, a, as to why it made no, no fucking sense. Yeah, <laughs> wait, 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 Coscarelli? That's a totally Italian last name. That sounds there. pretty He's fucking Italian, Italian to me. He's about as Italian as fucking pizza. Like, <laughs> that's pretty goddamn Italian. <laughs> no, not at all, actually. Not American pizza. I got some Dude, sweet God damn it. I feel like Adam thinks that Don Coscarelli is the same as, like, Bava. Like, <laughs> hey, I, I looked it up, and he's Libyan, so I'm sorry. I'll shut up. Wow. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, too, because his last name really sounds Italian to me. <laughs> Racist. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> we are back with another episode of Horror Movie Night. I am back from Disney. We are ready to go. I am full of energy and hatred of children. I'm right there with Adam now. Uh, so let's talk about Phantasm 2. Uh, so this movie pretty much starts exactly where Phantasm 1 ends. Uh, and well, then, it, then it does the best thing possible. And it like totally uh, like re- retcons the, like, the original end of it. Great. Oh, yeah. And then jumps forward like six or seven years. Uh, so Mike has been institutionalized. Uh, but he has a like telepathic psychic bond with this girl named Liz, who is afraid that the tall man is going to take her grandfather when her grandfather dies. Uh, uh-huh. Yep, yep. I'm still with you. I'm okay. Still with you so, <laughs> so, so Mike fakes being uh, recovered in order to get released so that he can save her, and that's well, when you can't, you can't just walk out of insane asylums. That's not how that works. But whatever. I'm I'm still here. I'm still, I'm still here. <laughs> so wait, wait, wait. So wait, how how did in? Let's go back a couple weeks to Blood Rage. Um, how did he get out of the, the insane asylum in that movie? He just broke out. They okay. got a phone call and well, said what, he escaped. Why didn't they didn't bother. Even... You can you can apparently just walk out the front door. And say, hey, I'm good. I'll, I'll see you guys later. Bye. He didn't have the same uh, psychiatrist who was like, I think that she's like right her now. She's like, I wonder how far I can push this. Psycho- psychic child. Yeah. Well, uh, Mike. Mike apparently had the therapist from the beginning of uh, Jack Frost Two, who just sits there with the intercom for the rest of the uh, room to hear. <laughs> um, so he no, uh, he had he had Bill Murray from the beginning of Ghostbusters. He's like, oh, you're so psychic. You totally got this. <laughs> I don't know a bunch of wavy lines. So he recruits Reggie uh, when he proves to him that all of the graves are empty in their graveyard and then accurately predicts a house exploding mere seconds before it actually happens. But dude, dude, it's Reggie's house. You're you're glossing over the whole okay, so it tragedy. Kills, yeah, it kills everyone that Reggie knows. So now he is also got uh, a blood rage for the Oh. No! <laughs> so the, so why why were all the all the graves empty? Why 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 did Reggie's okay. house blow up? Why is anything going on right now? It's so <laughs> I know Adam doesn't want an answer, but I'm going to give an answer. Well, wait, hold on so, a second. This is important. Adam, have you watched the first Phantasm before? No. Okay, that is a okay, huge right. issue right out the gate. <laughs> uh, I'm actually, I'm, I'm, I haven't seen that movie. I'm playing with a huge handicap right now. I have no fucking <laughs> idea what's going on. These people are psychic. I don't know. What the fuck? There's no frame yeah, of Adam, reference. You're, you're handicapped every week, though. <laughs> You ableist piece of shit. <laughs> We're going to get Trailer. tweets about this. No, 
you're going to get tweets about this again. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm the one that has to handle that shit. <laughs> Don't make me clean up your mess, Scott. Damn. <laughs> Listen, it's, it's equally all of our messes. Um, so I, I just want to bust in before Matt gets through the entire goddamn plot of this movie. There's a lot to unpack. I, I have a lot of notes. And also, I picked this movie. Yes, you um, did. I wonder how many more movies I can pick from 1988 because I am <laughs> on a roll. <laughs> um, also, this is like the sixth sequel I've picked in our time as horror movie night. Um, it's like Summer, Summer Party Massacre 2, better than the first. Phantasm 2, better than the first. Uh, uh, Halloween 4. Halloween 4, better than the first. Nope. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, did you pick We're only talking night about two? part 2. What? Did you pick Prom Night 2? Yes, I picked Hello, Mary Lou. Um, I also picked uh, um, Ghoulies 2. I mean, these are all better than the originals. Uh, I agree with most. <laughs> uh, I definitely... Oh, I, I'd say he's at least 60% correct here. Yeah. And it's go. weird, because in this modern era, people complain about sequels, but I'd fucking watch Prom Night 2 Hello, Mary Lou before I'd watch Prom Night ever again. Fuck yeah. Yeah, Prom yeah. Night's oh, yeah. boring as shit, to be totally honest. <laughs> Except for yeah. that, the chasing is really the only redeeming characteristic of uh, the original Prom Night. Same with, uh, oh shit, Slumber Party Massacre 1. That's, you know, pretty straightforward, boring bullshit. Uh, number two, fucking awesome. Yeah, Ghoulies 1 is almost unwatchable. Ghoulies 2 at least has I some element Ghoulies of fun. One, and it's, Ghoulies 1 is like almost Spooky's level. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, Matt, we're, I mean, it, we're, we're we're gonna go Scott now until he sings me the song from Slumber Party Massacre Two. Don't say a word. <laughs> um, okay. Anyway, so uh, the Phantasm theme is killer. It's so good. Um, like you guys didn't know that I loved it because. I'm so hint, sure hint, kind of <laughs> Sorry, I'm interrupting. Go ahead. Go ahead. You fell on ghosting him as well. No, I, I said I was so sure that that was going to work. <laughs> you mean the, the It's Him song? Like the, the song that they play in the, the garage? Oh, don't get to do, 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 do your way through uh, also, let's let's backtrack to our Slumber Party Massacre 2 discussion where Adam sings, Vacation Zone! <laughs> oh, you stepped all over my joke. I was going to be like, okay, I'll sing it. Vacation's <laughs> all I ever wanted. <laughs> Vacation, so happy to get away. <laughs> oh, man. I know that I talk about Megan too much because the listeners are, listeners are starting to be like, okay, we get it. We you love your wife. Um, but... <laughs> um, I, I found the the that song that whatever. If only I had him. That's the song that the the girls sing in Slumber Party Massacre too in the garage. Um, yeah, and I played it for Megan. Now. You keep going. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I I had it on my phone and I played it for Megan and she was like, "Turn this off! It's awful." I was like, what are you talking about? Great. It's like this is the worst shit I've heard in months. So Megan doesn't like that. Um, pretty disappointed with her right now. Yeah, um, well, at least anyway. she reads Kurt Vonnegut. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh man. So the I fin- just want to say that we'll we'll remember you forever, Megan, through the sacrifice <laughs> you made. <laughs> nice. I was listening to that soundtrack this um, week. Uh, so so yeah, the Phantasm theme is actually pretty dope. Yeah, I, I mean, and 
And I I always forgot how good it was until I'd rewatch the movie and be like, oh, yeah, this, this is such a great theme for a horror movie. And then, you know, I, I covered it last month and, and I'm not sick of it yet. I, I played that so many times and then listened to it over and over and over through all the mixing process. And I'm still not sick of it. So it's a that's definitely a the sign of a good theme song, in my opinion. All right, but let I mean, me let me try this. As good as, let me try well, to catch Adam up here, though. Let's let's. So. Well, no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You're not going to catch me up because here's the problem. <laughs> I am super fucking sick right now, and both last and also night. Yeah, that that too. <laughs> both last <laughs> night and today, I was respectively on Nyquil and Dayquil. So that's the worst possible fucking way to watch Phantasm because the <laughs> yeah. shit didn't make any fucking sense to begin with. So me being a little bit fucking out of it did not help at all. You can try your best there, Matthew. Go well, ahead. I was just going to give you a brief summary of what happens in Phantasm 1. Uh, so basically, Phantasm 1 is the story of two brothers and the older brother's best friend, Reggie. Uh, they live together in this house, and the little brother discovers that someone is grave robbing in the graveyard and turning them into little midget demons uh and it's some tall man from another dimension that is doing it uh and then at the that's very much all you that's all you that's need the to only, like there's not a whole lot to take in, in in phantasm it's basically like just visual it's it's all about the visuals in the original phantasm it has no story but so but they that take... kind of explains why Willow keeps showing up and attacking our protagonist, I guess, right? Yes, yeah. yeah. So, so Phantasm 2 just uh, just assumes that you've seen a Phantasm 1 and never, like, really oh, yeah, does any... It did any... not hold my hand at all. Man. It did not help <laughs> no. you in one iota. Nope. So, that's why they're going to graveyards. They're looking for graveyards with empty graves so they can find out if the tall man had been there already. Uh, and that's when they end up deciding to go to Oregon for some reason. Uh, I will say... but the, No, 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 no. They, they've been trapped. They have this whole voiceover that should have explained everything to Adam, but, I mean, okay, you, you're all NyQuil hopped up and can't really make sense of anything, so that, I, I accept that. But, like, w- there is an explanation in the movie is that they have been tracking him for, like, years. Yeah. The, and, and they just can't find anything. Like, they... They, they find the graves and they find entire towns that are devoid of human life. And then they try and follow the trail. It's like they probably worked their way across all of America because I don't remember where the original Phantasm is set, but I want to say it's New England. I mean, yeah, it, it looks very is... New England to me. Okay, so I I would like to interject. The, uh, the tall man must be, you know, very supernatural, right? He's not going around and digging up. 350 fucking graves in one graveyard just, you know, physically by himself, I imagine. No, he has those little midgets that are... Oh, right, he's got his little willows. Okay, never mind. (laughs) Yeah, like, they're... And what you find out in this movie, which is kind of fun, because that's why I like this movie so much, is that it takes the really weird kind of... uh, All the unexplained stuff from the first movie, and it expands the mythos a little bit and it explains a little bit, but it still leaves a lot to the imagination. And you're like, why is this happening? But it's entertainment anyway. Does, and, does uh, it explain it though? Does it? I don't feel <laughs> when like did it you, did. When did Jiminy Glick become one of the co-hosts of this show? <laughs> hey, it's me, Jiminy Glick. Oh my God, that's an old ass reference. <laughs> that's a crazy reference. Wow. 
Martin Short is just fucking jerking himself off right now over that joke. Someone remembers me. <laughs> um, the the practical effects in this are definitely better than the first one. I will give you that, uh, Scott. The practical effects in this are some of the best from like any of the movies that we've watched from 1988. Yeah, that girl. Just saying a lot because we watched a lot from. Well, like the the one where they go into the the one uh, morgue. And the girl's got like a weird and, thing and coming out the... of her back. Like, yeah. that that thing yes. was pretty cool looking. Like, I was okay with that. Um, so, as all of this is going on, as Reggie and Mike are, are trying to find Liz and and heading towards Oregon, uh, Liz's grandfather dies, but he is, as she feared, reanimated by the by the tall man, and he kidnaps Liz's grandmother. Uh, as that's going on, Reggie. He picks up a hitchhiker mostly because, you know, as he said, it's lonely on the it road. Gets hard. It gets hard on the road. <laughs> okay, I, I, I made a point to, like, write a bunch about that one scene because I, I, it's probably the weirdest thing that happens in this movie. Be- before um, you jump into it, I just have a note. I wrote, it's getting hard out here for a pimp. That's all I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're, we're both talking about the same section here, like – where is that in my notes? God, I've taken so many notes and I have to just ignore all of them because Matt's just steamrolling my shit right here. Well, stop so, me and oh, talk. How is, it, how is it not weird that they're peeing one foot from each other, just like talking? Just shaking the shit. Like, Reggie has known Mike since Mike was 12. He's like his uncle, basically. And they're just pissing on the side of the road talking about how... Yeah. He picked up a hitchhiker while Mike was asleep because he wants to get his dick wet. Like <laughs> Reggie, you've never is... had a disturbingly close uncle. I, is this just being mad? I guess. Yeah, I was going to say you never had a conversation <laughs> oh at the urinal. <laughs> so, so a couple things that we're missing here. We, there were two house explosions in the first twelve minutes of this film, which I find to be very interesting and a definitely of note. Um, but the and also Matt completely ignores the fact that they've been on the road for X amount of years, and Mike has the same green turtleneck on. That, that's always bugged me. I'm like, man, you, you're, you're, you're grabbing... You somehow find all this money as you're going to from town to town that the tall man has decimated, and then you go to hardware stores and you leave the money, but you're too cheap to buy yourself a new green turtleneck? Or, are you, or do you have a shitload of green turtlenecks in the trunk with all of your uh, dwarf-killing gear? I don't know. Um, but then they, they, um, you know, they, they have that whole scene where they go shopping, quote unquote, in the, in the, uh, hardware store. I want to, I wanted to pull you guys. Which one's better? Who did it better? Phantasm 2, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Oh, definitely Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Yeah, I'm going to have to say Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 as well. Also, Scott, I just want to note that the sentence, um... You have a shitload of green turtlenecks in the trunk with your dwarf killing gear. Is just everything I always wanted it to be. That was amazing. <laughs> so she didn't even laugh. Matt's probably gonna forget and cut it. Nah. Yeah, I that's... keep I keep muting my mic because I don't want you to hear me burping and farting and sniffling and just being gross Ew. in general over here. Ew. Man, that's. I fucking told you I was sick. Fuck you. Don't be mean to me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) That might be my favorite Adam moment ever. (laughs) 
<laughs> All right, so they they um they find they. Do they find Liz and then they? Yeah, they find Liz. Well, they pick up so they alchemy. Find, they pick up alchemy al- first. Cami, for short. For for new listeners, um, we don't like hippie names. <laughs> <laughs> Who does what you really? Like is Amarto? That's a good name. That's a if great Amarto is a quality name. There, there's a little tip for you, Amarto. It's the new. It's 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 gonna be in. It's gonna be in in 2017. I'm just telling you. Um, actually, the thing is that probably no one except for Adam is going to conceive a child and name them Amarto. So any woman that Adam is currently or in the future trying to deduce, watch out because he has terrible taste in children, children's names. He has terrible yeah, taste in children. If, if, if I happen to accidentally do that, you know what? I'll pinky swear you right now. Amarto. It's fucking happening. <laughs> so... Last week we talked about Matt maybe having worse impulse control than Adam. I take it back. Yay! <laughs> uh, the old hand grenade and the Budweiser can trick that they have to uh, to booby trap the front door in case the tall man is going to come knocking. Once they get both of the ladies, so they're paired up for the night. And uh, is this the scene where they... Um... I think that this is the scene where they start making out, right? Like, um, uh, Mike is like, I'll watch over you to Liz. And so they fall asleep and then they like have dream sex. Yeah. Um, and then, and then Alchemy and Reggie go, <laughs> go get it on. And that's, that scene is just amazing because she's kissing. No one has ever loved the bald head. Like Alchemy likes Reggie's bald head. She's like kissing it. She, and I wrote, she just, I wrote a quote where she literally just says, God, I love your head. <laughs> It gives hope to all men everywhere. Yeah, it gives hope to me. It's happening, all right? Um, so she she's, like, riding him. But he has pants on, and she has underwear underpants on. on. Yeah, like, it makes no sense. And then she's, like, she just loses her shit. And, and right before the the grenade goes off, and then they break the bed, and the grenade goes off. And Reg is like, fuck. And he throws her on the bed, and she's like, wow, Reg. <laughs> So I want you can't go wrong with this movie. It's so good, Scott. I want you to know that at this point in my notes, it just says a bunch of crazy but sort of awesome shit happens. Like that's that's where this movie has gotten to at this point for me is where I'm just like I don't even know what's going on, but it seems nice. Uh, I want you to know in my notes, I wrote down, "Whoa, I'm feeling pretty bowling ballish, fellas." <laughs> <laughs> at this point yeah now we're getting into where the movie literally just turns into like let's show off how many crazy special effects we can do with our practical effects and let's make sure that Our adam crash. let's make sure that adam doesn't know what the hell's happening uh i think was one of the yes plans. oh i never knew what the hell was happening don't you worry mission complete um it it uh this was this was definitely like one of those movies where I had a headache watching it last night, and I was like, "This is not going to fix my headache." Like before I put it into the DVD oh, yeah. player, I knew that. <laughs> I was like, "All right, here we go. <laughs> like, this is going to happen." Uh, but then we get to the end. Uh, I'm going to jump ahead to them killing the tall man because that's probably my favorite effect in the whole movie. Uh, where they wait, just... 
You're missing the, the, the chainsaw fight, which I was going to pull you guys again. Which one's better, this or TCM2? I might go with this one on the chainsaw fight. Yeah. Well, which, Come on, which, you mother. <laughs> no, no. Which chainsaw fight are we talking about? Are we talking about the Dennis Hopper where he has them like in the holsters and shit? Chainsaw fight in which, TCM2? We're talking about when, when he and Leatherface duke it out with chainsaws versus when Reggie and the guy in the gas mask from My Bloody Valentine decide <laughs> to have a chainsaw fight in Phantasm 2. Nope, I'm giving it to TCM. Oh, two against one. Fuck you, Adam. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's a bunch of crazy deaths at this point uh, involving, like, one of the spheres going through a dude's mouth and, like, you know... Well, all if th- it can get all the way through his, like... If it can go in his back, up through his um, rib cage, how is he getting stuck around the skin of his mouth? I mean, it's a great scene. I'm not arguing that but that really does take me out of it a little bit well, i can't um, argue with you yeah i mean i had no immersion in this movie to begin with i had no fucking idea what was going on so don't ask me man fuck <laughs> well so the, i like how the tall man is just around like wreaking havoc and he's got his different colored orbs flying around and spurting blood everywhere cutting people's hands off stuff like that ears and all that but then his weird twin undertakers are just doing mundane mortuary stuff they're just like one of them is um, smashing uh, in the cre- when they're in the crematory room, a crematorium rather. Um, he's just smashing the leftover bones and, and molars. And then I think it's Liz. I think she tosses him in the the into the furnace. And then his he's like screaming. And then his half melted hand like hits the peephole or whatever. It's great stuff. I love that scene. Yeah, like the 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 embalming fluid death of the tall man is pretty awesome, um, <clears throat> and then uh, they ride off in a hearse uh, to victory, and that's when Alchemy turns out to not be human. Uh, she attacks Reggie. Reggie falls down, apparently dead, uh, and then Mike and Liz are attacked by the tall man as he goes boar and uh, then credits roll and then because I was curious because there's three more sequels to this franchise I was just like huh let me remind myself what happens in Phantasm 3 and uh, turns out that Phantasm 3 shows the tall man dying from the embalming fluid and then a new portal opening and just a brand new tall man walking out and uh, getting into that hearse so (laughs) That explains it, because I was my plan was when I picked this two months ago or whatever. I had I was like, okay, I'm gonna watch this. I'm gonna watch Phantasm three, four, and five, and I'm gonna talk about all of them. Um, I found Phantasm three and four and maybe five on Amazon uh, Video or Shutter or both or something, and I put them on my watch list. And after I got finished watching Phantasm two, I went to go watch three, four, and five. And they're not available. And I think it's because they just did a boxed set. So I failed because I couldn't get a hold of it. But I don't think the box I set was... is out yet, but it's coming soon because I'm thinking about buying it because I want the whole Phantasm series. But Phantasm 3 is like currently out of print and to buy a used copy is like $40. I just I, I have a question. I have a question. When sure. Matt gave that explanation to us, to him just sort of stepping out of a portal and, and just, you know, there's a new tall man. Scott, did you say, oh, that explains it. Is that what you fucking said? <laughs> Maybe not in so many words, but yeah. Yeah. 
the tall let's, man let's coming let's, let's rewind set. the tape here i'm pretty sure it was recorded so we can definitely <laughs> check that out <laughs> the tall man the tall man is an interdimensional being uh from that weird portal thing that mike was in at one point where it was all like weird red colors he's reaching out for help and whatever so i don't know i i feel like the if you watch all five of them i'm sure it makes sense Oh, no, that explains. I, I can it. promise you that I, I, I've seen I've seen three and four. I have seen the four of the five. Um, four makes no sense. It's like if I remember that one correctly, it's something like Mad Max in the Phantasm universe. It's so weird. Uh, it's like Thunderdome, um, but it's not. Not no no questions are answered. It's yeah. Don't don't even think that anything gets like any sort of resolution in these films. So oh, like, that explains it. <laughs> I'm thinking, so what else did... So Don Cascarelli really hasn't done that much outside of the he franchise movies. At the end. He did John Dies at the End, Bubba Hotep, and Beastmaster. But really yeah, he most... Bubba Hotep. I mean, that's probably his pinnacle, I'd say. I, I would agree uh, with that, uh, actually. Yeah, yeah. Bubba Hotep. Well, because Bubba Hotep probably wasn't written by him, so it, it, it was probably a... Uh, no, he wrote the screenplay. He would ever... But it was really? based. It was based on a short story that someone had written. Yeah, someone okay. sat him well, down, gave him fifty fucking Adderall, and said, "Make it coherent." Please. <laughs> we're making an ad. Napping yeah. ads. This is where I think if we're doing it right, Alec Baldwin comes in. He says a couple things. Mm. He listens to the podcast every week. Yep. Has he been canceled? Was Alec Baldwin the one who killed somebody? I hear that Gary Sinise is free. Oh, okay, great. He hasn't worked since 2020. <laughs> so, um, what would be the script that we would have Gary Sinise say for the Napping Through Happy Hour podcast? Listen to this damn show. Damn it. The <laughs> Napping Through Happy Hour podcast brought to you by Geekscape. Real life, real drama, real time. I'm Gary Sinise. That's the That's ad. The ad. That's the ad. That's the ad. All right, so what did you guys watch this week? Well, I can tell you what I didn't watch. I did not watch Phantasm 3, 4, and 5 because <laughs> I couldn't find it. But I did watch um, – uh, I didn't get around to it before Halloween. So I uh, I watched it a couple days after, and uh, it's on Netflix. It's called Hellions. came out, I think, last year. And uh, it's got the T-1000 in it. Um, it's – a uh, Halloween movie. It's about this girl who get a teenage, uh, high school girl who gets knocked up by her stupid boyfriend, and then she's she finds out on Halloween um, after going to her doctor, and then it's like this crazy fast um, species movie franchise esque uh, pregnancy, where over the course of the night she becomes nine months pregnant, and there are these little demon children that cannot be killed that are coming after her. It's kind of like Phantasm in that it's more about the visuals and less about what actually is happening. Um, it was okay. It had a great budget um, for me never having heard of anything about it until it came up on Netflix. But Is the, uh, uh, is the whole point of the movie just like a pregnancy scare movie? Do you know what I mean? Like that sort of like um, weird sub-sub-sub genre of movies? It's not a Rosemary's Baby. It's different i mean it's, it's hard to explain yeah i mean i guess i would put it in that subgenre, but i wouldn't say that it's successful it's an okay film i don't like 
want my hour and a half back or anything, but it's just because it was pretty to look at. You know, it just it was pretty to look at, but not really worth the any. I mean, I saw people praising it, and I also saw people being really mediocre about it. And uh, I think that the mediocre reviews are the ones that are probably more spot on. And I started watching The Flash. I think I might have said that last week. So I'm just working my way through The Flash. And, uh, man, Barry Allen has some poor impulse control as well when it comes to not fucking the timeline. I'll, I'll go. I'll let you wrap up here, Matt, because it's not particularly interesting for me. Um, I am catching up on season two of Ash versus Evil Dead. Hey, Adam, is that yeah. any good? Um, season one was, but to be honest, I, I lost my steam on season two. I'm, I don't, I just, it's, it's just more of the same, to be honest with you. Each, I mean, I could, I could streamline each episode for you right now. Uh, they have the book. They need to do something with the book. Oh shit. We lost the book. Now we have to get the book book back. Are you sure you're not talking about? Todd in the Book of Pure Evil, because it's exactly what happens every episode on that show, too. We we should check the screenwriters on this shit. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I'd still love seeing Bruce Campbell. I'd still love seeing, um... Shit, what's her name? Xena. I think her name is Xena. I think her name is Xena. Wait a second. Xena <laughs> can't fly. I told you, I'm not Xena. I'm Lucy Lawless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it's Simpsons. still great seeing them, um... I, I don't know. It's just I, I just I can't get excited about it anymore. I'm I'm just sort of watching it in the background at this point. Are you sure that's not the Nyquil? Well, it might be. Yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> sick for the past couple of days that I've been watching it. <laughs> uh, as you know, I was at Disney, so I didn't get a lot of uh, viewing of anything in. Um, but what I did watch uh, last night, because I was kind of in one of those like I got a little bit of a headache. I just suffered through Phantasm Two. <laughs> I do love this movie, Scott. I'm oh, boo-hoo. Uh, but I was like, let me put on something that I've seen enough times, but I haven't seen in a while, so like I can like choose if I want to pay attention to it. Uh, so I started re-watching Adventures of Pete and Pete, and that show was so much better than I gave it credit for when I was a kid. Like, that is one of those kids' shows that went right over my head, but as an adult, I'm like, this is one of the most surreal, bizarre fucking TV shows. Like... You guys have both seen Adventures of Pete and Pete, right? I mean, when I was 12. Like, 50 fucking things me and Scott have suggested to you, and you sit down and you watch fucking <laughs> Adventures of Pete and Pete again. What the hell, man? I'm telling you, Scott, especially Scott, because Scott's got that... Well, actually, I think Adam would like a little bit more, but, like, this show is so insane. Like... The the episode that I the last episode I watched last night was an episode called Yellow Fever, and the premise of the episode is that they're on a class field trip, and the uh, the school bus driver's just gotten dumped by the other school bus driver that he's been dating, and he has a mental break and just drives the school bus off into the woods somewhere, and they have to learn how to survive in the bus for the next like week. And it's just following the insanity of, like, emotional breakdowns. And it's so dark and bizarre. It is the most bizarre show that I think Nickelodeon has ever put towards a kid. That's not true. They released Rocco's Modern Life. No, this is more bizarre than Rocco's Modern Life. And Rocco's Modern Life is pretty fucking bizarre. Pete and Pete is more insane than Rocco's Modern Life. Now you've you've piqued my interest because I've never seen this show before. 
Oh, check out The Adventures of Pete and Pete. <laughs> so that was Phantasm 2 from 1988, as selected by Scott. Uh, we are rocking through the last bit of 2016. We've got a bunch of great things set up for 2017 already. Uh, thank you for the Patreon donations. Make sure that you're always checking out patreon.com backslash horror movie night. I've been trying to keep that updated at least once a week. Uh, we're going to have a newsletter. You should have received a newsletter by now if you did the $10 or higher donation uh, filled with all of the previews of what's coming up in the month of November. So look forward to that. There's some articles in there as well. It's going to be a really good time. Uh, we're going to keep doing those every single month. Uh, we've got a couple bonus episodes recorded, but we know, you know, we need to kind of reach our goal before we release those bad boys. Just saying, throw some money our way. <laughs> uh, if a bunch of you just donate a dollar a month, that goes a very long way. It doesn't seem like it, but it really does. Uh, also, make sure that you rate and review us on SoundCloud and all of that good jazz, uh, iTunes, and so on and so forth. We'll be back next week with a pick from one of the listeners. So look forward to that. We may have even talk we might even talk about todd in the book of pure evil next week uh if that's any type of hint for what's coming up yeah that's probably all we're going to talk about next. <laughs> <laughs> that's it's all i'm going to talk about at least problem with having this really nice mic is I uh, I did a test and you can also hear all the background noise in here too, can't you? Uh, not too badly. Okay. Turn up the volume, baby. Uh, I can't. I just gotta eat the fucking thing the whole time. It's literally in my mouth right now. <laughs> Don't worry too much, wow. though, because I throw it through Levelator and it makes everyone's mic level the same, so. I, I, I just... Uh, did you start recording already, Matt? Oh, yeah. <laughs> So you have the part where he's like, it's literally in my mouth right now? Yeah. <laughs> Do you just want to take that and throw it on a loop for a couple of turns there? We're making an ad. Napping yeah. ads. This is where I think if we're doing it right, Alec Baldwin comes in. He says a couple things. Mm. He listens to the podcast every week. Yep. Has he been canceled? Was Alec Baldwin the one who killed somebody? I hear that Gary Sinise is free. Oh, okay, great. He hasn't worked since 2020. <laughs> so, um, what would be the script that we would have Gary Sinise say for the Napping Through Happy Hour podcast? Listen to this damn show. Damn it. The Napping Through Happy Hour podcast brought to you by Geekscape. Real life, real drama, real time. I'm Gary Sinise. That's the That's ad. The ad. That's the ad. That's the ad. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.